Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello. <laughs> it is episode, episode 18. That's going to be hard for me to get used to because I was the odd number for so long. I know, long. and I prefer the even. I know. We'll Sorry. have to switch it back out somehow. Hi! Hello. How are you? I'm great. I missed you. I missed you. I miss you all the time. I hope that I had a great birthday. We're recording this before it actually happened, but I bet I did. You had a best birthday. Next time we'll tell you everything that happened. Eric and I want to take you to a really special place, which <gasps> Kim, which this Kim doesn't know about, but the Kim that exists at the time that you're hearing this does know about it. So exciting. Yeah. We'll It'll post things on Instagram. Super um, fun. It was a thing that he wanted to do for my birthday, but we weren't able to. So he was like, oh, I'll just do it for my other wife. Aww. Sounds good. Exciting. Yeah. Can't so that's wait. what we're doing. We have a new review for... <gasps> we do. I know. Oh, it's from... Is it my amphibian? Is my amphibian. It? Yeah. It all flows together. Like, I think the name is... My amphibian, my amphibian, my amphibian. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. That, you know what vibe that had? That had a like, la vie en rose. That had that kind of vibe. Yeah. I like it. Guys, that's what my amphibian inspired, you know? In, in spite of myself, these, Sung reviews are growing. <laughs> I knew it. <sighs> We're getting her, you guys. We're winning her over. You need to review more so we can win uh, her over. So ashamed. Please keep reviewing. I'm so ashamed. Please. We are recording also at my apartment again, but this time we are we are holed up in my marital bed recording. Uh, <laughs> my put it that way. <laughs> No, I don't want to be here anymore. Because uh, I have loud neighbors that have parties just to grill dinner. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers Wait. to you. Cheers to us. Yep. Cheers to everyone. Cheers. I'm drinking a fucking ice pick, you guys. I'm getting real over here. That vodka and, mm-hmm. and Diet Coke? You bet. 
Ice what pick. I drank every goddamn night at Barney's Beyondry. Barney's Beyondry. Every fucking night. I will have an ice pick, please. In our younger years. Yep. Barney's Beyondry. What would that started because do you remember this? That we tried to go to some sort of event where we had to be dressed up in some way. And we were like, this is not our scene. And so we mm-hmm. left that place early mm-hmm. and said, let's go to our old haunt, Barney's Beanery. But we felt mm-hmm. like we were too classy by that point and so had to call it Barney's Beyond. Beyond Re. Re. Is that how that started? That's right. how it started. It's coming back to me now. But I don't remember the event <laughs> that we were at. And we were like right. way overdressed. We were dressed up and we still went to Barney's Beanery. So we were like, we're at Barney's Beyond Re. <laughs> Oh my god, I haven't been there. Speak, please. I haven't been there in so long. I haven't either. We may as well have paid rent at that fucking place. Honestly. We loved it. It was the best. Oh, you know who I would like to just give a shout out to? So I started sort of just having an awareness of these dudes over Twitter, but they were so fucking supportive over Twitter. And that's what I've said is like the podcast community is just super so supportive cool. so of great. each other. So great. And Civil Gore podcast so great. was like one of the first people that were like, keep doing what you're doing. We love what you're putting out. And then I heard that they like gave us a shout out on their podcast. Aww. It was so awesome. And theirs is, theirs is cool too. It's like two best friends that are talking about like one is from the North and one is from the South. So it's like a civil war, oh, civil gore. Cute. You get it? Yeah. Civil uh, gore. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So they are part of the horror movie community as well. And they talk about horror movies and stuff Shout like that. Out so. Civil gore. I, I love know. you guys. Yeah. And they've just been like so supportive, just like blowing us up and like, you know, telling us to keep doing what we're doing. And, and thanks. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Civil gore. Check them out. I'm back in the dating game, just in case anyone's wondering. Oh, back my. in. Let's hear it. Back on the apps. Let me get my popcorn. I uh, I don't have a lot to tell yet. Okay. Just want to let everyone know. By the way, I want you to know, I didn't sleep on that Your Best Friend Finds Your Partner app. I feel like you did. App. No, I, I didn't. Did. It There's fucking There's just no sucks. one on there. I know. <laughs> There's no one fucking on there. And it, like, it is the least intuitive app I've ever been on. Because, uh-huh. like, listen... I'm not up on all of the dating apps, but I have like played with your apps before and like you've let me swipe people. So like I'm not an idiot. Like I know how apps work. Yeah. This one is so counterintuitive. Like I don't even know what it's trying to get me to do. Oh. And there's nobody on it. Look at it from your end. Yeah. I straight up have been through like 10 people and they're like, and we're out of options. Like there's just no, I think it's just not popular. It's just not popular. Yeah. But the the design is also just like, I mean, sorry to be down on, you know, wingman, but it's like, it just isn't what it's supposed to be. Because I think it's a great idea. I actually do too. Because I do like reading what other people have to say about someone. I Yeah. And it's like, it's so, there's so much more information yeah. there. Because even when people are complimenting you, yeah. they're being honest about what they're choosing to compliment yeah. you on. Yeah. And so there's a lot written in the things they don't mention as well. Yeah. Though um, sometimes people will be like say something really nice and I'll be like, no, not for me. <laughs> uh, I'm on um what am I on? The league and inner circle. And what's the 
league. I've played on the league the before. The league, you just, um, they only give you like four people a day sort of thing. Okay. And so, isn't there kind of like an approval process? Oh, yeah. I think there kind of is, but it seems to be sort of bullshitty. Unless, I don't know, I just got on quickly because yeah. I'm great, obviously. You're just a fucking catch. <laughs> I mean, I find you to be a catch. I mean, I guess they are maybe weeding some people out, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Like you do have to kind of like like when you first sign on, they're like you're number thirty three thousand on the waiting list Jesus or something, Christ. and then like two days later I was on, so I was like okay, yeah. So maybe they are weeding some people out, but I do see a lot of the same people that I've seen everywhere else. Yeah, I just do that one specifically because I find that people use apps, and I'm guilty of this too. Like when you're bored, yeah, of just swiping, it yeah. becomes like a game. And then you're just swiping left and right. And then also I tend to like have, um, then you get a lot of matches and it's like a little overwhelming. Right. It just gets overwhelming with how many people we're talking to at one time. And I'm just like, I can't. And then I end up being that asshole who doesn't reply to people because I'm just like, I can't. You're overwhelmed. Like, I'm just going to talk to like this person and maybe two other people. Like I can maybe talk to like three (laughs) I'm maybe talking to three people right now. I've only met one of them in person. So yeah, and it's it just gets overwhelming. And I once I get overwhelmed, I just like shut down. I'm just like, no. So I just like don't reply to so many people. And I'm just so that asshole. But it's because I'm just like, I don't know. I have like 50 fucking matches right now. It's like hard. I mean, I've um, seen I've seen your sort of inboxes. It's completely fucking overwhelming. Yeah. For, like yours specifically. I'm like, I don't know how to respond to any of these fucking people, <laughs> you know? And so that's the reason I like did that one originally because I was like, I don't want to tempt myself to like do the game thing. But then the other one in her circle, it's like, you don't even have to match for people to talk to you. They can just like write you at any point. How do you feel about um, that? Which I didn't like it at one point, but then kind of when I got back on this time, like, the league wasn't doing it for me. Like I was like, I need a little bit more. So it's still overwhelming, but I don't but you know. You just have a little bit more selection. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Talking to a couple guys right now. Kim, you're just such a fucking catch. I have so <laughs> much like passion and anger about how <laughs> nobody has figured out what a fucking catch you are. Like I just can't handle it. Yeah. I think some people have. They just haven't been the right person. But not the way that I know them. (laughs) And I love you so fucking much. I think Kendra's going to murder me in my sleep. (laughs) But it'll be out of love. white female right now. (laughs) No, I've met a lot of amazing dudes. Actually, like, I don't, like, hate dating. I think it's great. Like, I've met so many cool people. And, like, some are still my friends. I've met people that are just my friends now. I've met, like, since I've been a little bit older, I've been meeting guys that are really, really awesome dudes and just yeah. not my person. You're also just really good at dating, I feel like. You're good at, like, not giving too much of yourself, but also being really sort of available and open and vulnerable mm. while also keeping yourself sort of protected, you know? I um. think that that's... <laughs> No, I'm going to be honest. That's I a mean, new, I that cry prote- all the time. <laughs> yeah. But feelings like, get hurt all the time. The prote- um, feelings getting hurt. Everybody's Yeah. But I mean, hurt. that's how you know you're actually putting yourself out there, which yeah. is what I want to do. So exactly. it is what it is. I agree. I um, totally agree. So I watched a movie. Mm-hmm. It was. Did a, you? It was a horror movie. Oh, I yeah. like that genre. Oh, my God. How funny. We should cool. do a podcast about it. We should. I loved this one. Oh, yay! And I'm do you know excited. what's so funny is it 
has a very like we both did movies two weeks in a row this i don't know how these themes happen where like the main character is like a fucking smoking hot blonde chick nice to the point where i looked at a a poster of happy death day Uh right before i started watching mine and i was like is that the same fucking actress it's not but it was still just like why do Kim and I always have this like weird sort of theme that happens We're almost always? I know. We're connected. Um, I watched I just forgot the title. <laughs> I was like, I'm 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 so excited. I really don't know. Like, tell me. I watched The Babysitter. Oh. Yeah. And so our <laughs> friends. I guess I did know, but yeah. I forgot. I fucking I'm, I'm you're June I'm Diane Kelly Bundy, Jelly, yeah. June Diane Raphael. I, um, I don't remember things. Oh god, I just drew on our thing. So this was another recommendation from Gerald, Gerald on for sure f- from two, two peas, peas on, on a, a podcast. podcast, and I was just super excited to watch this. And yes, I'm glad that you forgot about it because I also feel like. There was a li- there was a little bit of information that I'm glad you don't remember. Is getting. Maggie Gyllenhaal in this? Absolutely not. You're thinking of the kindergarten teacher, which is not out yet. Oh, but I want to see that. I'm thinking it of. looks fucking creepy as. That's fuck. what I was thinking of when he was talking about the babysitter no. as well. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I've been thinking about that. Nope, totally okay. different. This is directed. I'm going to tell you who it's directed by, just because you'll get the visuals of it. Okay, it's directed by McGee. Which is, come on, what that name? But he directed Charlie's Angels. So it's got a very sort of like stylistic comic book look to oh, okay, it cool. a little bit. Not like over the top comic book, but like kind of that exaggerated, fun sort of, you know, stylistic approach. Okay. Um, I didn't see Charles, yeah. Charlie's Angels. But, but you kind of know but what it looked like. Yeah. I can assume. Is okay. his name Mick, just Mick the G. letter G or like G E E or like. No, it's just G. The letter G. Mick G. I know. What year was this made? This is recent, right? It's super recent, and it's on Netflix. I almost, at like 2017. Like, it's very, very recent. Okay, so first we'll play Dead or Alive. Okay. Quarterback. Uh, Dead. Don't look at my paper. Cheerleader. Alive. Pitch Perfect, who is the girl who speaks really, really, really quietly in Pitch Perfect. She's got like a voice like this, and they're like, speak up! That's who plays her. I don't recall. Okay. I definitely saw it. I don't have a memory. <laughs> Alive. Okay. Dork. Alive. Funny guy. Dead. Cole. Uh, dead. Mom. Alive. Dad. Dead. Neighbor girl. Alive. Hot babysitter. Alive. Did you say mom was alive or dead? Uh, alive. And did you say Cole was alive or dead? Alive? I don't recall. Okay. And hot baby, <laughs> hot babysitter is what? Alive. Okay. What the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? You're writing down things. I'm sorry. You're writing, I messed up. You wrote down things every time I said a word. And <laughs> then, sorry. Like you were the one taking notes, not me. I know. I fucked up. I was thinking of something different. I have a new system and my system fucked me up. Go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> so you can get a total of 30 point okay all right so first scene we come upon a boy named cole who is about 
10 to 35 years old. 10 to 35. Uh, I no. know exactly what that looks yeah. like. He's like upper middle school. I would say like eighth grade, upper okay. middle school. So like 12? Um, sure. 13. Let's say 13. 13. And his name is Cole. And he is in. So he's like, my name is Cole. That is exactly what he's like. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> when boys' voices are changing, it is my favorite fucking thing ever. Oh my God. I miss those days when my brother's voice was changing. <laughs> It would just make me laugh forever and ever and ever. Okay. So he is in like a school nurse's office and he has nothing but his boxer shorts on and he's terrified up against a wall. Okay. And we're like, what the fuck? The nurse comes over and is like, just take the shot, man. Just take the fucking shot. And he's terrified. And he's like, you're making my day harder. Like, you're a cool kid, but you're making my day harder. It's a needle. I'm guessing it's a flu shot. And right. he's terrified. Right. Now, I don't know why he's down to his, his boxers, boxers in a school nursing yeah. office. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just going to let that slide. Agreed. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So he takes a shot and we hear him screaming and the scream turns into like the bell of the mm-hmm. school. Cool. And he's rubbing his shoulder where he got his shot and he's got cute little glasses on, his cute little shirt on. And then, bam! Whoa. Gets hit in the face with a basketball. Oh, And the guy no. that threw it is like kind of in the background we can only see him like fuzzy and he just like puts his hands up in the air and he's like pussy <laughs> oh god and you can tell like that's this oh, kid's name that's no. cool oh, no it's just yeah and he's just Poor always guy. getting balls thrown at his oh, face oh no so clearly he's super bullied rubbing where he got his shot and we then cut to because cole like barely reacts so like he's bummed about it but he's like like, it's clearly this is what happens to him all the time poor baby Cole. so then he's waiting outside school's out and he's talking to this super cute girl that's like his age and they're just talking about something dorky i don't remember what it was but it was just really dorky and then the douchiest dad of all douches pulls up in a douche car that is just like so fucking loud and douche tastic. And the poor neighbor girl is like, My dad's here. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> He's not doing well since the divorce. Oh, right. And so the girl is like, Do you want to ride home? And the dad's like, Well, doesn't your mom think that you're taking the bus, Cole? And he's like, I mean, I guess she. Yeah, I guess she thinks I'm taking the bus. He's like, well, you better take the bus then. See you later. And like speeds off. The worst. And the poor little neighbor girl is just like, I'm sorry for my dad. (laughs) So then he clearly takes the bus, but the bus drops him off. Like he still has a walk to his house is what it looks like. So like if his house is, say, at the top of a cul-de-sac, he's dropped off at the bottom of it. Yeah, Let's just say. So he's walking home and three bullies, one of whom the lead bully is the one that threw the basketball at his head. They're all on their little bikes and they come up to him and they're just like being fucking taunting little fucking dickheads. And you can tell that they just do this every single day. I know. it's And he's such a cutie. He's such a cutie. Like your heart is just immediately warm to him. And he's completely, he's upset by these bullies, but it's almost sad to see how much he just expects this to happen every day. And they're fucking with him and fucking with him. And then all of a sudden, this super smoking hot chick 
comes out of one of the houses and marches on over and she's in like slow-mo and in like little Daisy Duke shorts, long flowing blonde hair. And she just marches on up and she stands up for him and she scares <gasps> yes! the shit out of the bullies. Like yes! she actually is like, come here. And the head, the lead bully comes over and she just whispers in his ear and you just see his face getting terrified of what she's saying to him. And so she's like, now get the fuck out of here. And they all like ride their bikes away. And it's so, so cute. So she's super sweet to Cole and, but in like a big sister way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to the, where I was like, this is your, this is his big sister, clearly. For sure. But we learn that it's actually his babysitter. And she asks him, like, do they pick on you a lot? And he's like, nope. And she's like, you look away when you lie. She clearly knows him really, really well. But she bolsters him. And it's very obvious that she loves him like a little brother, too. Mm -hmm. And she encourages him. And she's like, next time they're fucking with you, run. Just run as fast as you can. When they start chasing you, drop like a bag of rocks they'll trip over you and then you just kick them in the dick whoa okay and i was like that's genius okay that's so fucking smart she's like you don't have to be able to keep up with them you just have to drop like a bag of rocks they'll trip and you kick them in the the dick dick. kick Um, them in the dick so fucking cute so she ends up dropping him back off at home they get in, in her car she has like a super cool car it's Obviously a convertible because yeah. she's like the coolest, the coolest. girl ever. So um, she's like a teenager. She's a teenager, but like an older teenager. Okay. Like if he's in eighth grade, she's a senior. Yeah. Let's say. They even have like a little secret like hello and goodbye where they do like E.T. fingers <gasps> and they like hold their little oh, E.T. fingers together. It's so cute. cute. It's so cute. Have you ever done a hand hug? No, what's you know what that? that is? What Me is and it? Francesco at work do this. I need your other hand, or I'll do I'll do my other hand. Okay. So you need opposite hands, uh-huh. and then you fold your thumb around each <gasps> oh other. Oh my god, what a cute little hand hug! Hand hug. Oh my god, let's. Can that be part of our secret handshake? Sure. One part of our secret handshake that we're going to make up more parts of. Absolutely. Great. Perfect. It'll grow as the stories go on. So by the time we're like eighty, it's going to take <laughs> twenty five minutes to say hi to each other. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. I love it. (laughs) So, and now she's, as she's driving home, she's talking about, she's like, so I guess I'm going to be hanging out with you again this weekend. Um, She's like, are your parents still doing hotel therapy? Meaning like they go off to hotels to like, boom. And as she's driving by, girl with douche dad waves to him from her driveway. So we're like, oh, they're catty corner neighbors. Okay. Babysitter drops him off, pulls up to his house. And we see that uh, Leslie Bibb. Leslie from Bibb. Baby Burp Snap. Baby is, Burp Snap. Yeah, is his mom, is playing his mom. Oh. I just love her. She's like doing. She's great. I'm just loving that she's like, I'm I'm the mom in horror movies. She's great. That's what I'm doing. I do it really well. I'm fucking charming. It's great. She's very charming. So Cole is talking to his mom. He's dropped off, who's under a crawl space under their house. Okay. Okay. Like, I, I didn't catch what she was doing but she's she's trying to do something down there and cole's like do you know how many fucking spiders and rats are down there and she's like don't be mean to the spiders and rats they all have their job and she's like covered in spider webs and cole says to his mom do you think i'm a pussy oh i know 
does. And she just looks at him and she goes, little boy. Do you know what that means? And he's like, yeah, someone who's scared of everything. And she's like, you know what? You're at a time in your life when everything is really scary. But when you're older, (laughs) things will seem less scary. (laughs) He she turns to walk away to like go back into the crawl space. Sweet little baby. I know. And Cole turns to her and goes. Also, I know what a pussy means. I'm not retarded. Oh, I love him. Yeah. And she pops back out and she goes, do not say retarded. <laughs> yes. So cute. And as he walks away, like she's clearly trying to be cool mom because she just like leans up against the house and she's just like, he knows what a pussy is. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. It's, it's pussy so is. cute. Um, so... <laughs> So then we meet. So cute. Then we meet Dad, and Dad is. Did you ever watch the parody of Bachelor in Paradise? Mm-hmm. But it was called Burning Love. Yeah, it's he's the it's Bachelor. The bachelor. Yeah. Oh my god, Who I, I love him. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Great. He's so fucking funny. So he's the dad, and we're now in a parking lot with Cole, and he's uh, giving him driving lessons. So I guess he's maybe a little older than thirteen. He's like maybe. Maybe 14, pushing 15. Okay. But he sounds a babysitter? Wait. So mm-hmm. he's super nervous behind the wheel. Like, mm-hmm. his dad is definitely the one who's like, step on the fucking gas. Like, let's go. Yeah. Let's do yeah. this. And he, like, is like 10 and 2. And just super oh, nervous. Oh, I love him. He's so cute. And he goes, like, two feet. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you know what? That's enough for today, buddy. And he gets out. Is, is Cole anyone we recognize? Like, um, No, but he's, okay. like, such a cute little look kid. You know who he reminds me of? Yeah, tell me. I watched this movie in high school, The Girl Next Door, with yeah. Emile Hirsch. Yes. And Elijah Cuthbert. Yes. Did I get all of those fucking names I right? I think so. Wow. And I remember watching that movie being like, this movie is way better than I than it had to be. Way better than I thought it was. And also being like, Emile Hirsch is so cute. He is the Emile Hirsch of the of our okay. of this time okay. right now. Okay. Like he may grow up to be kind of a fucking hot Hattie. badass. Hattie McHatterson. Um but right now he's a baby. So he is like, you know what? That's enough for today, buddy. By the way, do your friends make fun of you for still having a babysitter? And Cole's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they do. But then they see her and they shut up. <laughs> so his dad's like, damn straight, buddy. <laughs> damn straight, buddy. So we're not totally clear why he still has a babysitter. He right. clearly doesn't need one. My impression based on their relationship at this point is that Cole doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. And he clearly has a connection with this girl. Okay. So I think that there is an element of... Like they're paying her to hang out with him. Paying her to hang out with him, but like she's... And she's into sweet. It. And, like she and really genuinely. cares about yeah. him, for mm-hmm. sure. And I think, you know, he's bullied, so there's an there's a, an idea of like at least someone else will be around in case the bullies come to try mm-hmm. to fuck with him. Because yeah. it, it seems like kind of an old-fashioned neighborhood where everybody lives on the same block, kind of like Halloween, where it was like, I'm over at the Mackenzie's house. Why don't you come over while I'm babysitting yeah. Lindsay? And then we'll go over to where Susie is babysitting yeah. and blah, 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 you know, kind of seems like that. So I'm wondering if it's less of a babysitter situation and more of a, we want him to have someone to hang out with and also protect him from the bullies that are probably going to egg our house. Right. Kind of thing. Regardless, 
the night before they're going to go off on their hotel therapy, Cole walks in to say goodbye to Leslie Bibb and his dad. And Burning Love Dad is watching Mad Men on his bed on a laptop. Leslie Bibb mom is watching something else on her iPad in a chair. And Cole's like, what are you watching, Dad? And he's like, oh, I'm binging Mad Men. And he's like, what's it about? And he's like, ah, it's a little dense, buddy. When you're older, we can binge it together. And so his parents clearly also have kind of a complex about like treating him younger than he actually is. Like a little, yeah, little kid. Yeah. And then Cole's mom, Bib mom, is like, hey, by the way, buddy, can you pick up those toy, the toy cars that are out in the hallway? Someone's going to trip over them. Mm -hmm. And he's like, sure. And this is where we see that like he's a really sweet kid, but he's still like a dick kid because he goes into the hallway and there's like seven toy cars out there like really ornate toy cars like Mm. that collectors would have but they're all like all over the upstairs hallway and he just picks one up and puts it away and he's like much better i'm like you fucking dick pick all the fucking cars up you asshole and then he goes to bed but rather than go to bed he gets his laptop out and he starts watching mad men Mm -hmm. and we see a time lapse he just watches Mad Men all night. Right. Binges it and then gets up the next day and he's like, kind of overrated. So like we saw that he like clearly is able to do more than people think he's capable of. Okay. So then he goes downstairs and he's fucking with one of his toy cars, but he's using like a giant kitchen knife to try to unscrew something. And his dad comes down. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is for like beautifully cut flank steak dude that's not (laughs) to be used as a screwdriver yeah and cole's like i'm trying to make it more aerodynamic and his dad's like i i appreciate what a dork you are and how cool that is but he doesn't really say that but you can't use our fucking kitchen knives to screw things in the dad then is kind of like, where the fuck does this go? And he's like, I'll put it in the, in the dishwasher. So, like, he clearly, like, just doesn't know, like, where it goes in the kitchen. Okay. Like, what drawer does it go in? What, Whatever. So, he's like, I'll just put it in the dishwasher. The dad like, or, car- or? The dad. Okay. He's like, I'll just put it in the dishwasher so that it looks like, oh, it was just in the dishwasher. I just haven't put the dishes away yet kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, then Cole is on the bus with neighbor girl. It's clearly his, like, best friend or mm-hmm. someone that you know, he can talk to in school. And Cole confides in her and says, I feel like my parents go away all the time over the weekend because they want to get away from me. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Cole's breaking my heart. And the neighbor girl is like, dude, that's not it. They just want to go have sex in hotels. And Cole's like, what? That's fucking gross. And she's like, you think that's gross? They definitely have sex when you're in the house, too. And he's like, no, gross. And then she's like, you know who else has sex? B, who I realize now is his babysitter. Oh. She's like, she definitely has boys come over and she has sex with them at your house when she's babysitting. Whoa. And Cole's like, really? You think? And neighbor girl is like, yeah, dude, of course. So he's like, I'm going to find out tonight. (gasps) So he is then after school and we are watching Cole watch B while B doesn't know that she's being watched. She he's behind a chain link fence and we see him watching her. She's in slow motion and she's just a 
a picture. She's so beautiful. I'm not usually into blonde chicks, but I'm like, I'm here for all of this because her personality makes her really hot too. Like she's so sweet and she's so dorky, but also so cool. And so he's watching her through a chain link fence and she's kind of like being like flirty and kissy with this boy who I saw and he was like, I was like, he's a super dork. Like he's so dorky, which made me like her even more. I was like, oh my God, like she's just like the she was so cute. I just like loved her. And you can tell that Cole is in love with her. Oh, sweet baby Cole. Yes, I just so, want to put him in my pocket. So sweet. I just want to put him in my little pocket. So pocket sweet. Cole. At pocket Cole. We should all have pocket Coles. Pocket Cole. But I'm watching this with Eric and this girl is hot. I mean, there's no way. And so the whole time Eric is sort of in feeling what it feels like to be Cole at that age. And so his sentiment is just like, that poor kid, that poor, poor kid, just like having to like be around her and not get to do anything about it. So we're then home and the parents are getting ready to leave. And they're just a really cute couple. They were just a very endearing couple. And B comes over to babysit and she's clearly very at home. She gives Leslie Bib Mom a big hug. Mm. And at this point, I'm sort of like, what is her relationship to the family? Like, is she closer to them than just a babysitter? Because she's so comfortable in the house and so comfortable with the parents. And B remarks to Cole as they're like bustling around, why are your parents taking your treehouse apart? And Cole's like, I I mean, I'm getting, they say I'm getting too old and also it's falling apart. And she's like, well, what do you say tonight? We give it one last hurrah. We'll go hang out up in the treehouse. Ah, cool. So cute. And so then we cut to the montage of her being the coolest fucking babysitter ever. I love her. Can we be friends with her? Yes. And all it did was make me feel super guilty about all the kids I babysat because I'm like, never once was I (laughs) as engaged as this chick is with the kids she's babysitting. Like, she was just like... And she wasn't pretending to be into hanging out with him. She was actually into hanging out with him. And I was just like, oh my God, my entire babysitting career was spent trying to figure out how to get the kids to go to bed and trick them into thinking it was later than it was. So we have a babysitter dance party, which is so cute. Then we have pool time with B. So they have a pool in the backyard and they're like splashing around. She's in a red bikini. And again, Eric is just like, this poor fucking kid. <laughs> this poor fucking kid. <laughs> um, and then they are playing a super dorky dorky game she's like making a homemade pizza Ooh, pizza i want pizza mm, tonight pizza sounds good Ooh, i want it right pizza. now where they uh, he asks her what is your super intergalactic dream team like who would be on it mm-hmm. and she names all of these dorky things that you won't know but it's super boner inducing like is just really detailed and uh impressive and cole is just like googly eyed just mm-hmm. so sweet so is my husband uh so <laughs> am i so is everyone the cats oh my everyone gosh. she's just so cute I need to see this. just so funny speaking of which okay you obviously are not you're only half dork as we covered in the last right. episode yes correct you're not gonna know like we don't say intergalactic and you don't have you don't know a lot of things but like if you had to come up with like an apocalypse team 
who would you come up with? I will go first because I know you need decision making time. I need it. I don't even know the direction of the like. Like it would be like your I'm like picking superheroes. Your, yeah, it would be like your fighting team, and it can be anything. So I'm gonna say Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't know if that was clear. Uh, yeah, Willow also from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. Hermione Granger from from Harry Potter, and you and Allison, my cousin Allison. So I pick real people too? You can pick anybody you want. You can literally pick anybody you want. So Buffy has fighting skills. Hermione is actually, you know, super smart and also knows magic. Yeah, Hermione was on my list already, so I'll pick her. Willow's a super badass. And then like you and Allison keep me in check in a very specific way and are also like super, super smart and good at logic and figuring things out. That would be my dream team. Uh. Oh my God. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings so bad by asking you this fucking question. Holy shit. I hate things like this. This is my worst date scenario is what we're on right now. Oh, my God. Kim just told me I'm her worst date. You're a no, fucking monster. True. Sometimes people like want to do that on dates. And I'm like, can we not? What if I gave you until the me. end? What if I gave you until the end of this episode? I'll take it. End of this episode? Yes. Great. Okay. End of this episode. So now they're watching a movie like we used to watch movies at Dylan's place where it's like outside projected on a wall. And they're watching an old timey movie. I don't don't know what it is, but it's black and white. And it's two cowboys having, you know, surly cowboy fighting talk together. Like, you know, don't come around these people parts again if i ever you know whatever those weren't the real lines yeah (laughs) um and they are standing in front of where it's being projected and they are acting out the lines (gasps) cute being each character (laughs) i love them so so much and then they're like doing the fight scene very cute it's fucking adorable like it's just so cute and it made me feel weird because i was like she's definitely 18 she's got to be 18 maybe 17 but like definitely 18 and he's 13 or 14 but i'm just like they're like soulmates Uh and i didn't i didn't understand how to feel about that i was like well he needs to go off to college she needs to go off to college they can meet when they're like you know, 30 and 25 kind of thing. <laughs> or even like 30 and 27 really is probably what the age difference is. Anyway, so they're watching the movie outside. Oh, and I wrote, I lost Eric. He's just over there smiling at how adorable Aww. she, he, it is. He's literally just so cute. smiling. So then B starts talking to Cole about the cute girl across the street. Um, and he gets like, mm, I don't know. Aww. And she's like, all right, you know what? It's super late. And he's like, I'm not tired. And she's like, but dude, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I want to go to bed. And she's like, tell you what, if I let you have a shot, <gasps> we go to bed. And he's like, okay. A shot? Yeah. Whoa. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll have a shot. And so she brings him a shot and we hear his heartbeat Mm -hmm. and it's just like beating faster and faster and faster he's so yes he's (laughs) so nervous and then like he's about to take the shot and he goes wait you're not gonna do it with me and she's like oh 
Yes, I will. Sure. So she walks back into the kitchen to get her shot. And as she walks into the kitchen, his heartbeat just gets faster and faster and faster. And he pours the shot out of the plant next to him. Oh, no. And then as she comes out of the kitchen, he pretends like he just took a shot. So he's like, and she's like, you didn't fucking wait for me. And he's like, sorry, I just I just got excited. But you take yours now. And she's like, "Okay, dude. So he clearly is just like, you know, trying to be cool, but he's yeah. like so nervous. So, and Eric was like, his little heartbeat is breaking my heart. <laughs> like Eric was having like real emotional reactions to this. And he actually said the same thing. We started watching Big Mouth. Did you, have you ever watched Big Mouth? No. It's a, you know, adult animated cartoon. Yeah. But it's all about kids going through puberty. Oof. And I obviously really relate to the girls. Like yeah. the first episode is like a girl getting her period for the first time in white shorts. Ugh. And I was just like, oh my God, been there. But the boys, I was like, is it really like this? This seems excruciating. And Eric was like, yes, every single second of it, it's fucking awful. And it's always like this forever for the rest of your life. It's just you oh learn God. how to deal with it. And I was like, that really sounds terrible. Um, so I think he was feeling the same way with Cole, yeah. where you just have all this stuff inside of you and you can't do anything about yeah. it. So then he's up in his room and he's clearly like gone to bed and he's talking to cute neighbor girl Ooh. on FaceTime. And he hears B coming up the stairs. So he pretends that he had been asleep and her opening the door woke him up. And she just checks on him to say hi. And he doesn't like want her to know that he was on the phone. Like he yeah. wants her to think, yeah. you know, he was asleep. And she comes in and sits on his bed and he's talking to her and he kind of starts to tear up. And um, he's just like, thanks for knowing me and treating me like I was okay. Oh, God. Yeah, it gets it. Yeah. Cole and killing me. It was killing me, too. And she's like, you don't think you're okay? Oh, and he's like, I just want to feel normal, but I just feel weird most of the time. And she says, well, I like weird. And yes. I like weird all the time. Yes. So sweet. Like, uh, just so fucking cute. Weird is great. <sighs> yeah. So he's not asleep. He hears the doorbell ring. Mm -hmm. So he texts neighbor girl mm -hmm. and he's like, they're here. And I'm secretly like, I'm like, this bitch is hot. If she's going to fuck somebody, I would like to see it as well. <laughs> so <laughs> he sneaks out to the top of the stairs. It's one of those houses where the you can look through the slats of sort of like the second floor balcony, like you if you're standing on the first floor there's a section of the second floor where you're like looking up at a hallway you can see it okay does that make sense i think uh, yeah and so he's peeking through the slats of the banister on the second floor watching yeah. um all her friends that came over and he's looking through the banister and she is playing spin the bottle truth or dare with, so there's a bunch of people there yeah okay she's like having a little get together with quarterback mm -hmm. pitch perfect mm -hmm. who's this sort of like cool mod girl with like cat eye eyeliner black hair and funny guy who's like the one who always has like a one-liner kind of thing right bella thorne 
Do you know who Bella Thorne is? She's, I don't know, she's the hot ticket around here. She's a cheerleader. We'll call her cheerleader since cheerleader. you don't know who she is. Yeah. And then Geeky Guy from Mini Mart. The dork that she was talking to at the Mini Mart when he was looking through the chain link fence. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And B. So they're playing Spin the Bottle, Truth or Dare. And quarterback is asked on truth, who in this circle would you bone? And he says, Sonia, who's pitch perfect. Okay. And we see B's face. She's like kind of bummed that he <gasps> didn't say her. Yeah. And the bottle lands on B and they say truth or dare. And she says, dare. <gasps> and quarterback dares her to kiss everyone in the circle. Mm-hmm. And been God there. damn it, yeah, <laughs> been there. Oh my God, Peter's house. Yeah, oh, so fun. <laughs> so she's dared to kiss everyone in the circle. And the first one she comes to is cheerleader. Okay. And if I didn't have a penis before this movie, <laughs> I grew one just to get a boner at this scene. It you was had just a vajoner. It, a vajoner. Yeah. Yeah. It was just slow mo kissing of her kissing hot cheerleader chick for 47 minutes it <laughs> was intense eric and i both were on opposite ends of the couch i think feeling awkward the other one was there for sure <laughs> and so wow. super super hot got a vajoner i got a vajoner so and then, like, Cole is up there watching this. And again, nice. Eric oh, just... he's losing his mind. Fucking Eric's voice cracked. And he was just like, poor little guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she goes to Funny Dude. And Funny Dude is like, I'm ready. Let's yes. do it. And he, like, puts on chapstick. And instead, she just grabs his head and licks his face. And he's like, what the fuck? Aww. She goes to the next person and it's pitch perfect and they just do like she just sweetly kisses her on the forehead and then pitch perfect sweet sweetly kisses her on the forehead yeah she then comes to dork and he is like all of a sudden so nervous like so 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 fucking nervous and all of the other yeah and so all of the other people in the circle like just fucking do it man just do it but b is like like it's calm just, down. Yeah, chill, calm chill, down. Chill. So she's like trying to be really sweet. And she like grabs his face really sweetly. <laughs> and she just kisses him in like the sweetest, like kindest way where it's like he's going to look back on this and be like, you know something, grandchildren? My first kiss was the most beautiful kiss of all. And then she takes her face away and he's just like smiling and it's so sweet. And then she stabs him in the head. What? She fucking double stabs him in the head. What are you talking about? She double stabs him in the head with giant knives. What are you talking about? (laughs) What? what the fuck yeah and so everyone in the circle is like finally and they get these bowls out and they're collecting head blood in these bowls draining his blood 
Cole watch this whole thing? I, my, I, I don't. <laughs> why my, don't you? My jaw is on the floor. Why don't you process that for a little bit while I take a an ice pick break? My jaw is on the floor. I, I can't. I need time. I too was much. so excited for that setup. I was so excited oh to do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so they're all collecting Sacrifice Samuel's head blood, because that's what they called him, Sacrifice Samuel. What? And funny guy starts kind of like poking at his wound uh. that he's supposed to get blood out of. And he's like, mine's not working. And all of a sudden, he's like poking it, and then he just gets sprayed with blood, like it's a fucking hose. Because sacrifice Sam, she stabbed him in a way that, like, he's the head bleeds the right, most, yeah. And there are knives in his head. Oh, they're still in there, but he's not dead yet. <gasps> like, so his no. heart is still like pumping blood out of his head. Oh um, God! I mean, he's gonna be dead in like two seconds, but like he's not quite dead yet and uh so funny guy is super annoyed that he just got sprayed with the sacrifice blood hose and b is annoyed and she's like listen things can get messy when you make a deal with the devil okay and everyone is just yeah so everyone's just in on it remember cole is watching this whole thing i've got it so they've drained all the blood into their Bowls sacrifice Samuel falls to the ground. B then brings in what looks like two large suitcases, or looks like a suitcase and a carry-on, like two suitcases that fit together, right? Um, uh-huh. And she pulls out this old fucking book, like the oldest fucking book you've ever seen, and it's huge. And I was like, "What is in that book? I want to see that book." And it is literally. The book of the devil. There's only one. And she has it. This fucking (laughs) hot ass modern day college or high school senior has the book of the one and only only Beelzebub. 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 Baphomet, if you will. OMGs. Yeah. She's like in with the devil like not like acquaintances like in with him in with him oh my b and b also but b oh my b oh my b and so she's like okay so we have the blood of the sacrifice let's do this before we head upstairs and get blood of the innocent (gasps) no yep no what does cole do and what do you do? What? What does Cole do? And um, what do you do? So he hears okay. this. He calls neighbor chick. Okay. And I, if I walk down the steps, they'll see me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, frankly, he's really lucky that they haven't yet already seen him. Can I go out uh, my bedroom window to a roof situation? There's no roof. I you mean, have a like, window in your a bedroom. window to like a climb down. I mean, like to get out. Okay, that's what I want to do. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a point for you. Okay, I think that quick decision might keep you alive. 
Cole runs into his room and calls 911. Oh. Which starts as a good decision. Yeah. Actually, I think that's a good decision. Except when the 911 person says, stay on the phone with us, Cole. Someone is on their way. He goes, nope. I'm going to protect myself. She's like, nope, stay hidden. And he's like, nope, I'm going to protect myself. No. So he grabs a pocket knife from, he's in his room. He grabs a pocket knife and all of the sheets off his bed. He opens a window to presumably make a rope out the window. But then he hears them coming up the stairs. So this is why I didn't, I gave you a point, but it's like, you would have either had to jump really far down or Mm -hmm. like immediately start making a rope, but you probably wouldn't have had time. Right. However, if you had just jumped out the window and maybe called 911 from a neighbor's house, maybe you would have stayed alive. So that's why you got the point. Okay. He hears them coming up the stairs and he jumps into bed and pretends to be asleep. They all come into his room because B is like, Dude, with the drugs I gave him in that shot, he's out. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. So she says to Pitch Perfect, do you have the needle? And she's like, this shit only works if you get the top shelf innocence. And that's Cole. <sighs> and as she says it, like, she's still saying it, like, with love for him. Like, what's <sighs> fucked is, like, <sighs> you can tell that. She wasn't lying, like, when she was having that bond with him. But she's still going to fucking sacrifice him. Yeah. So he's trying to pretend to be asleep. He hears them talking about a fucking needle and his blood. So he has to try to pretend to be asleep while they grab his arm and poorly take blood from him by needle. Uh. And they don't fucking know how to do it. And he's already scared of needles. And he has to just stay perfectly still this whole time. And... He does a great job. They all, as they like pull some blood from him, like kind of a lot, but you know, like it's in a needle. They all get up to leave. B stays for one second and she lifts his arm and gives him a little kiss on the place where they just took his blood. (laughs) I know. But then before she leaves, feelings. I know. She sees the curtain blowing in the wind. And, like, I was unclear. Like, I was like, did she suspect? I I don't know in that moment if she suspected something. So as soon as she shuts the door, Cole jumps up when they leave and makes a rope out out the window with the sheets. Mm -hmm. As he's gearing up to go out the window, all of a sudden, bam, (gasps) she's behind him. Ah! In the room? Yeah. But he doesn't realize it because he passes out because he just lost all that blood. Oh, God. Cole. Yeah. He wakes up tied to a chair. His first question is to the quarterback, who is now shirtless, and he says, Why are, are you shirtless? shirtless? <laughs> yes. Now, Kim. Valid question. Let me tell you this. If you saw quarterback, You'd be okay you would know why he okay was shirtless. You okay would go, This guy should never be wearing a shirt. For the good of humanity. He doesn't belong in shirts. He doesn't belong in shirts. Some people don't belong in shirts. He doesn't belong in a shirt. But B, like, makes him eat a cookie because his blood sugar is low. And so Pitch Perfect, like, shoves a cookie in his mouth. And this is where it's really interesting because they are talking as if she's the babysitter and he's being naughty. 
So like it is less about like she's a murderer and he's trying to not get killed. Yeah. It feels more like babysitter and like you're being baby. bad. Yeah. And she's like, why are you awake, Cole? What did you see? And why didn't you drink the alcohol? And he's like, I wanted you to think I was cool, but I didn't want to drink it. And she, he's kind of stoking the fire. Like he's kind of trying to like be kind of a little shitty and a little feisty. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know why. Like we're kind of like, Cole, can you like calm it the fuck down? Um, and she's like, well, what did you see? And he's like, I saw a lot of blood. And she's like, I'm really sorry you had to see that. It's a science experiment. Because he's saying that he didn't see, like, what actually, what actually happened. happened. Yeah. Getting super feisty. And we realize it's because he still has the pocket knife in his hand. Mm. And he's cutting the ropes. Ooh, cool. Except there's a mirror behind him. So they all see that he's cutting no. the ropes. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> and they all cool. see that he's cutting the ropes. And cheerleader is like, oh, my God, he's cutting the ropes. You guys, how cute is that? But he keeps cutting and she just keeps going, oh, my God, he's still cutting. He's still going. It's so funny. Uh, Oh, God. And so B is like, it was for science class. It was all a misunderstanding. All of a sudden, here come the cops. And I'm kind of like, great, over, done. Satanic ritual, thwarted. B is like, why are the cops here, Cole? Cops bust in. Cole finishes cutting himself out of the chair, but like still kind of tangled up in it. Shirtless dude throws a poker at the cop's head (gasps) right through his fucking eyeball. He's collapsing on the ground with gun in hand. As his gun is, is in his hand, he accidentally fires and shoots cheerleader in the boob. Whoa. And she's like, "Ah, my boob. Oh my (laughs) God. God. And the other cop like looks over, but before he can do anything, fucking B kills the other cop and all of the blood sprays on the funny dude again. <laughs> like he keeps getting sprayed with all the hose blood. <laughs> Quarterback is now on top of the dude with the poker through his eye. <sighs> who's not quite dead yet, and he's wiggling the poker back no, and forth God. until he forces it to split the dude's head in half. It was gross. However, the physics of it, I'm skeptical. <laughs> um, this is such a weird mishmash of, of high schoolers. Oh, yeah. Like, it feels like breakfast well, club, like kids that got forced to be in detention together I would say it's a little breakfast clubby except okay so let's look at it we have the jock the QB and the cheerleader yeah we have super cool pitch perfect like she's very very cool she's very fashionable she's high fashion oh she's cool she is cool I didn't think for she sure cool. yeah she's super cool and then we have funny guy who's like the Matthew Lillard oh okay who hangs with cool yeah. kids okay. and then we know that the dorky guy was so maybe got invited the just to time. be a sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, okay, and okay, he okay. Didn't, he didn't so know So they're all kind of cool kids. Yes, for right, sure. I got you. Now they're both dead, both cops. Walkie-talkie of the cop starts going off. And they're like, fuck, we have to say something or more cops are going to come here. And B's like, Cole, you memorized all those cop codes because he like wanted to be a police officer. And she's like, what's the code for all clear? I know you know the fucking police code for all clear. And he's like, 1053. She's like, it's not, it's not all clear. You look away when you lie. Oh, shit. Yeah. God damn it. God cool. damn it. So he's like, 10-4, all clear. And so quarterback gets on the fucking walkie-talkie and says, 
10 4. All clear. God. The cheerleader Damn then it. wakes up. She's not dead, despite being shot through the boob, which is over the heart, heart, which should kill people. Yes. And she's just screaming. And she is so mad that he has ruined her perfect boobs. <laughs> she is fucking furious and she won't fucking shut the fuck up. And she's so, like, she doesn't even care that she's going to bleed out. She's just yeah. furious. And B's like, we can't call a fucking ambulance. Like, and so they're all, but they all are trying to get her to shut the fuck yeah. up. Cole gets away because they've all turned to like try to shut. Okay, deal with cheerleader. Yeah, to deal with cheerleader. Cole gets away. Where does he go? Where do you go? I go outside away from the house. Mm-hmm. Where does Cole go? And what? Look at my face. Where does Cole go? <sighs> does he go upstairs? He goes the fuck upstairs. Cole. He's a, he's a child, Kim. But he did a good job the first time because I actually was like, oh, he calls the girl across the street. And yeah. he made the better decision of calling 911. So I yes. thought he was doing a good job. Yes. So he fucking goes upstairs. No, Cole. No, Cole. Get out of there. Run out the front door. Don't do it, Cole. So the other kids are like sick, funny guy on him. They're like, funny guy, go after him. So he chases him up the stairs. Good thing he didn't clean up those cars. He slips and falls he in them. He fucking home alone style yeah. slips on those cars, falls oh, over oh, the oh, balcony. Oh, shit. Falls on top of an award that's like pointy oh, shit. glass and impales himself through the throat. Oh, shit. Now, here's what's... Little I side mean, note. Leslie Bibb was right, Cole. Clean yeah. up your goddamn cars. Except don't, because it just saved you from being murdered. Right. But you're, any one of us could have then been Mur- impaled exactly. in the throat. Yeah. Side note, the award looked exactly like our award that we won at Burbank Film Festival Aww. for Best Drama. So I was like, I need to rethink the placement of that award because right now I can't reach it, but that shit is a weapon. Our painless short film award, yes. Yeah. The best the best, award, best film award, Best I dramatic recall. short, do I, recall. You, I recall as well. Yes, we want it. Painless, available on YouTube or Vimeo. <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you know. It's available if you want it. It's available to We're watch. in it. We're both in it. Yeah. Um, Catherine wrote it. I did. And Kim acted in it. End of plug. So, but seriously, it looked exactly like the, where it's like a yeah, pointy, pointy triangle, glass yeah. triangle. Right. Um, that stabs him. So then B six, the quarterback on him. Cole goes back into his room because he's still upstairs. So right. we have to give him a pass for that because he's still upstairs. Quarterback is coming up the stairs. So he goes into his room and he blocks the door off and he finishes making that sheet rope. Right. Here comes the quarterback. He's trying to get through the blockade. Cole is climbing, like, you know, spelunking down the wall. Spelunking? Yeah. He's cave diving down yeah, the wall? Yeah, cave diving down oh, the wall. okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, by the sheet. Interesting. Quarterback gets through. And so now Cole is looking up at his window, and he sees quarterback looking down. Looking down. At uh-huh. him. And quarterback is trying to, like, pull him back up, and Cole is trying to, like, uh-huh. spelunk down. Uh-huh. But the sheet rips and Cole falls to the ground. Where does Cole go? Where do you go? I fucking leave. Okay. I get as far away as possible. Where does Cole go? Now, let me, you don't know. 
you don't know the layout of the property, obviously. Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is these all are all like East Coast houses that have things that normal human family houses have back on the East Coast. People that don't live in LA. To the garage? Yes. God, why do I fucking help you? (laughs) Well, that was a valid help. Yeah. So he goes to the garage. I wouldn't have known. He goes to the garage and he... You haven't given me any bells. Oh, fuck. Did I not give you one for where does Cole go up the stairs? I don't recall. Really? All right. I'll give you two. There you go. Thank you. Okay. So Cole runs into the carport. Quarterback can't find him. He's hiding like under the car. And, but he doesn't actually know if he ran you say in he there. He runs into the carport. What are you? Where are you from? What are you? Who are I don't you? Know, but I wrote carport. Who? Where, where am are I you from? from? Who is? Who says carport? The carport? Who does that? Why did you do that? I don't know. Who possessed me? This is very strange. <laughs> you ran into the carport. I've never heard you say that word in our life. I've never said it before. I also typed it. Weird. I don't know what's going on. He runs into the garage <laughs> like a normal fucking person. Fucking not a weirdo in the carport. Yeah, what the fuck? What am I, the fucking queen of England talking about carports? So, but the the quarterback, I get the impression, didn't actually see him run into the garage. Okay. So he doesn't think to look under the car. I mean, I'm kind of like, oh, it's the first fucking place I'd look, but... You know, he's a quarterback. He's stupid. And the quarterback leaves, can't find him. Cole gets out, bumps into Sacrifice Sam's body. And he's like trying to get past it. All right. So here's your next question. I'm not going to give you what does Cole pick up because I think it's just it's just too specific. But you're in a garage. I want to know what tools or things in the garage you pick up to arm yourself at this point and i will determine whether or not those weapons slash tools slash things in the garage will keep you alive these are just things that might Um, be in a garage i'm gonna say crowbar okay and three things pick three things okay all right i'm gonna put a crowbar Mm -hmm. in my pocket okay pocket crowbar got it put a hammer through my belt loop. Got it. Okay. And then I'm going to pick up a fucking chainsaw. I'm going to give you half a point and I'll tell you why. I think the crowbar and the hammer are on the right path. Mm-hmm. But I think with the chainsaw, I get that that would be theatrical. <laughs> but I don't know that based on who you're fighting, you could successfully mm. wield and turn on a chainsaw. <laughs> right. Like that would be I I would be concerned about the pumping of the chainsaw to get it to turn on in the first place. Uh-huh. And then it being unwieldy kind of thing. I feel like it could be easily taken from you based on your size versus the size of quarterback. I think you're underestimating a, a chainsaw. Maybe. That's why I gave you half a point. I gave All you right. half a point because I think that crowbar and that hammer that seems good for a scrappy little Philly girl like you. All right. I'll okay. take it. So half a point there. Cole then leaves the garage. I will tell you that he does not run down the street as he should. He hides right. somewhere. Where does he hide? The backyard. Where in the backyard? In some bushes. I don't know what's in the backyard. <laughs> Is Zero there points. like a shed? He hides in the crawl space under the house. Oh, okay. That the mom came out of. Um, does he... 
I'm going to tell you what he grabs right now. Okay. So he grabs bug spray, but not bug, like, like raid, like mm-hmm. poisonous mm-hmm. bug spray, a lighter, mm-hmm. a drill, mm-hmm. and a surprise firecracker. Okay. That's why I didn't ask you that. And actually, Eric was like, we both really like this movie, but that was one place where we were like, there were so many things that were set up, like her knowing when he lies the crawl space under the house, all that kind of the car that we were disappointed that the firecracker wasn't set up. It was just kind uh, okay. of like, a, yeah, like where'd that come from? Yeah, where did that come from? Right. But regardless, he has a firecracker. So he sneaks out of the carport. I wrote fucking carport <laughs> again. Who are you? I don't know. And he runs out and he unscrews the grate to the crawl space so that's why he has the drill where i was like okay but also the drill is probably good to you know drill into people's heads i'm thinking so he unscrews the crawl space gets under the house and hides there i i think that's a pretty good hiding space i agree you know because he then puts the grate back on so it doesn't even look like someone has been in there but apparently under the house it's not just infested with spiders (gasps) it's infested with tarantulas no no yeah nope nope Nope, 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 pretty Mm-mm. upset Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. about yep, 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 that. Yep. No, 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 thank you. They are tarantulas. Go away. Nope. No, yep. no, 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 no. So. I don't like it. I don't like it. He, nor do I. So he is surrounded by tarantulas. No. And Mm-mm. millions, approximately, of rat traps. So what? he goes all the way to the other side of the carport, like what would be the other side of the house, you know, because he's underneath, not the carport, underneath I was the like, cross space. He was under the house. All the way to the other side of you the. You just can't stop saying, saying carport. carport now. I know. You've what never used fuck? it in your life, and, and now suddenly can't you can't stop not say it. saying it. So then carport goes under the carport. He's <laughs> holding a carport, and he's he carports by to the a carport. Um, and uh, B has entered into a pact with the carport. Oh, good. So he goes to the other side of the house through the crawl space. Okay. And he hides under like a blankety type thing. So he just kind of looks like a mound Ugh. amongst other mounds. Oh, God. I, well, what now, kind of blanket is under the crawl space? It's, a, it's like, a tarantula blanket, like I'm sure. It. I think it's a blanket made out of tarantulas. I don't like this. <laughs> um, but it'll be important later to know that like it's a blanket that you can kind of see shadows and light through. Like right. it's thin okay, so enough. So he can kind of see through it. Yeah. We see Pitch Perfect's feet outside the crawl space gate. Mm-hmm. She sees the crawl space and she sees that it's unscrewed and she crawls in. She's mm-hmm. crawling around and she's poking at different mounds under no! there. No! I don't fucking care yeah. if you have a deal with the devil. Right? You do not go to a crawl space you under her house don't. in the dark. And poke at mounds. No, you don't. You don't do it. So she's mound poking all over the place. This and is, this is, because this, yeah, because they're babysitting. So it's nighttime. It's like night, night time. It's night, night time. Yeah. Um, <sighs> no. Because it's also like past his bedtime. Remember, he stayed right, up past right, his bedtime. Right. So um, it's night, night it's time. It's night, night, night time, okay. I'm going to say. So we think she's found him. Because remember, he can kind of see through the blanket, and yeah. she's staring right the fuck at him. 
And she's just like, hey there, little guy. How are you? I found you. And then he kind of looks up and sees a shadow of a tarantula crawling on the blanket. We realize she's talking to the tarantula because she doesn't know he's under there. Then we hear QB call her, Sonia! So she starts to crawl back out. He gets freaked out by the tarantula, as he should, and he flicks the spider off. Uh Well, luck was not on his side. Not a good idea. Because he flicks it off directly into a rat trap, (gasps) and the rat trap snaps, and Sony hears him and starts crawling back. Knowing what you have, what do you do, and what does Cole do? I wait for her to get closer, and I spray the raid and light it on fire Mm. into her face. I like that. I'm going to give you that. What does Cole do? Cole, if he doesn't do that, he, does he put the firecracker out now? Lights the firecracker? Yep. So what he does is he takes the firecracker and he lights it and it shoots. You know, it doesn't explode right away. It shoots. Uh Uh-huh. It misses her. And so she's right. like, ha, 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 motherfucker. The firecracker is now lodged in the ground under the house in the crawl space. But she gets fucking cocky. And as she jumps out of the way of the firecracker, she puts both her hands into rat traps. <gasps> oh, shit. And so she's like, fuck! Crawl? Cole crawls past her. <laughs> and the firecracker is lodged in the ground. It's about to go off. Cole crawls out past her, screws her into the crawl space. Ah, okay. And then sprays her with the bug spray as she's trying to, like, right, wiggle the crate right, off. Right. Then the firecracker we see is about to fucking explode and boom! Fucking blows up, blows Cole backwards. Whoa. Dies down and we hear, I'm still alive, motherfucker! Oh, shit. (laughs) Now she's dead. Okay. She's dead now. Then we hear clapping. The quarterback is standing behind him, clapping. He looks at Cole and says, you want a head start? (gasps) Oh, shit. And Cole's like, you're the fucking quarterback, Quarterback. man. (laughs) Okay. But he's going to go for it, knowing what you have. What do you do? What does Cole do? So he can can I run away? I mean, I still want to run away. I know I want to be away from the house. <laughs> okay. I want to be away from the house and okay. get help somewhere else. I'm going to give you half a I point. I want other humans to help me. I'm going to give you half a point for you. What is cold? Away from this house. I'm going to say he tries to get by him by spraying things in his eyes. <laughs> that is exactly what he should have done. You get half half a ding. <laughs> that sounded like a whole thing. That was a half a ding. That was a half a ding. Like a half a ding. So yes, he. You should run away. What he does, rather than I think he got a little flustered. He got he got a little flustered because rather than spray the bug spray, he threw the cannon. No. <laughs> 
Oh, Cole. Cole, come on. Come on, buddy. But then he starts running and he remembers something. He remembers drop like a bag of rocks. Oh. Quarterback trips over him. Cole goes up, kicks him in the the dick. Dick. Kicks him in the dick. Now here's the problem. Cole hangs out way too long, impressed with himself. No. Cole, kick him in the dick and get out. Get out of there. You don't hang around after the dick kick, man. (laughs) The dick kick. So then the quarterback does that little flip up that people do in like martial arts where they're like laying on their back and they're like flippy flip, Uh you know. And he goes, you miss my dick, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, God damn it, Cole. So... The quarterback then lifts him up in a strangle. Whoa. But then they both hear something. Mm-hmm. It's a sound that's coming from around the other side of the house. And the quarterback is like, what the fuck is that? And Cole's like, they're probably uh, they're probably egging my house. <gasps> the bullies? Yeah. Oh, God. And the quarterback is like, people come and regularly egg your fucking house what are you gonna do about it you gonna let them disrespect you like that get out there and he like drops him and he's he stops strangling him and he demands that he go out front and stand up for himself so i I mean i mean all right so cole goes up to the bully (laughs) valid reason to not kill him and not get killed i mean okay let's go let's do it goes up to the bully to confront him And he doesn't know what to say, so he just starts reciting the lines from the movie that he was watching with B, like the things that he says before they're going to fight. He just starts saying that. And he tries to kick him, but misses and falls down. And the bully punches him in the face. And the bully's like, what the fuck was that, dude? (laughs) Oh. And Cole's just laying on the ground. Cole. And he tries to tell the bully everything. He's like, there are people dead inside. There's people trying to kill me. Please, like, you don't have to ever stop picking on me, but just, like, please help me. And mm. the bully's like, all right, man, I'll help you. Oh. Yep. Okay. Goes to He goes to grab his hand and because he's like, I mean, who am I going to pick on if you die? <laughs> And so Cole's like, great, I have help. Nope. Smashes an egg on his head. He's like, fuck you, dude. I knew it. And leaves. I knew it. The quarterback is standing over him. And Cole is like, I did it. Are you going to let me go? And the quarterback says, nope. Unlike everybody else here, I just came to kill people. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. He didn't need anything from Beelzebub. He just wanted to kill oh, people. Oh, he just likes it. Yeah. Oh, he's just a psychopath. So Cole is up at this point. Like the quarterback has like helped him up. And so Cole hears this and hits him in the face. And the quarterback is just like, yes, that's what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> so you're running. Where do you run? Where does Cole run? I will give you one, I will give you one clue. We have talked about where Cole would run to one time. To the neighbor girl's house. Okay. And where do you run? So we're like out on the front lawn at this point. I think I'm going to run to the neighbor girl's house too. 
Zero points. So he runs up into the treehouse. Okay. And the reason that I would say, you know what? No, actually, I'm going to give you one point for running to the neighbor girl's house. Thank you. You'll find out why later. But Cole gets zero points. He runs up into the treehouse. And he's knocking rungs out of the ladder as he climbs up, which I was like, that's pretty smart. Like, Mm -hmm. the wood is clearly rotted. And he's now looking over the balcony of the treehouse. We see that the quarterback is climbing up the other side, a rope that is on the other side. Okay. And Cole can't see him. QB is quietly climbing up rope behind him. Cole backs away from the balcony. And there he is! (laughs) So they're fighting. The quarterback falls through the rotting floor, holding on to Cole, but the quarterback is still tangled up in the rope. They both fall, and the quarterback ends up accidentally hanging himself. The quarterback is toast! (laughs) (laughs) So he fucking hangs himself, and Cole's like, well, that was a lucky one. So he's kind of like looking at, you know, what he's in shock, basically. Right. But he's awoken from his shock by a shotgun. And it's B standing on the porch. Jesus. She fires at him in the treehouse. And Cole then decides to run to the neighbor girl's house. Fucking finally, Cole. Fucking finally. So he Jesus. busts in the door and basically like knocks her over and tells her his babysitter is trying to kill him. So she's awake? She's awake. Yeah. Because she had been waiting to see what was going on. Okay. Like she had, she's just in like the living room or like her room yeah. or are they? Okay. Yeah. So she believes him and he's like, where are your parents? And she's like, they're out of town. And she's like, and he's like, you don't have a babysitter? And she's like, no, dude, I don't have a babysitter. <laughs> um, so it's just her in the house. And they see B's shadow coming towards the house. <sighs> they kind of have okay, so you know how the porter house, you can it's a circle, you know, on the right. first floor. Yeah. Uh-huh. So imagine if that circle you could see on other either side of it. Like the staircase was sort of an open staircase. And okay, okay, yeah. They're you know like a little one level up, like one half a level up is solid, but then going up to the second floor is you can kind of see it. But there's a little sort of centerpiece where you, if one person is standing at the front door and one person is standing at the back door, you may not be able to see them past it, okay. sort of thing. So they are basically like playing hide and seek around that thing. Okay. Trying to quietly move as she's walking around it and they're just trying to stay on the other side of it at all times. Mm -hmm. She can't find them and they're being super quiet, which I was like, good job. And uh, she starts to hear something upstairs. It's the neighbor girl's phone. So now they're in trouble because if she steps up that one level, she can easily look down and now see where they are. Mm, So they're like, fuck. So the phone is going off. She's standing there with a shotgun and then the phone stops. She waits for a minute. Doesn't hear anything. They're just trying not to breathe. She walks back down. I guess they're not here and walks back out the door. 
<sighs> so they then like <sighs> breathe and they run not out the door, but into the downstairs bathroom with the neighbor girl. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of like little kid sexy music playing. And I say little kid because like they're still like baby teenagers, but like mm-hmm. they're clearly like feeling each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I've had a really bad night. Uh-huh. And she kisses him. Oh. And then he's like, the last guy that I saw kissed got stabbed in the head. Oh, and she's shit. like, not all girls are evil. He's fucked for life. Therapy. Cole needs some therapy. Some major therapy. Um, So he goes out of the bathroom and tells her to stay where she is because he's going to take care of this. He's basically like going to lead her away from her house because what he realizes he's done is like led her towards the neighbor house. Yeah. So he runs out of the house and starts screaming bloody murder like, hey, come here. I'm right here. Call. But he runs back to his own house. Cole. Cole. Stop it. I know you're a baby. Look at me. Stop it. Stop it, Cole. Stop it, Cole. Get your head out of your asshole. Get it together. Okay. So he (sighs) runs back into the house, but he stops because all the fucking lights are out and it's fucking spotless. No bodies, no blood, no nothing. So we're just like... This is some fucking magical devil shit, but I don't have time. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I don't have time. So he then is kind of walking around the house, like trying to make sure, you know, I don't know what the fuck, like, why are you in the fucking house? But whatever. Yeah. He finds the dead cheerleader in a chair and he goes up to her and he's trying to see if she's dead. He's listening to her breath. He's kind of like poking her and the shot is set up in that way where like you're like a jump scare is coming. Mm -hmm, Like a jump scare mm -hmm. is coming. She's going to wake up. Here comes the jump scare. Oh, well, no. Here comes the jump scare. Never happens. He just walks away. She's dead. Mm -hmm. But then the camera pans and as he's walking away, it pans back to the chair and the chair is now empty. (gasps) Yeah. So we're like, fuck. I fucking knew she wasn't dead. I fucking knew it, Cole. Get it together, get it together, Cole. So he walks into the kitchen where cheerleader attack. So she's on top of him. All he can think to do, which makes sense because she's wounded, is punch her over and over again in the the boob. Yep, perfect. Yep. Uh, she's hurt. She gets off of him, and she start. She just starts being like, "Oh my fucking god." You just fucking violated me. Who does that? Who punches people in the boob? (laughs) And she starts to cry. Oh, my God. And she's like, hilarious. I just had so many plans and I'm so pretty and my boobs are so perfect. And now I have one to four boob. And what am I going to (laughs) do? And Cole's just like, I mean, you're still really hot. Cole, stop it. And we actually think that she's convinced because she's like, really? Thank you. Thank you. And he kind of starts to like scoot away. And she's like, you're like, we kind of feel like she's like, you're a sweet kid. 
you know, because she was there to just get whatever she wanted from the devil. So we're like, okay, good job, Cole. And then all of a sudden she's like, (laughs) do you think I give a fuck what you think? And we're like, fuck. So she rushes him. I knew it. Cole, we all knew it. Get it together. You're just a little baby Cole. (sighs) You'll learn. Cheerleaders who are punched in the boob can never be trusted. <laughs> You'll learn that as you get older. You mean shot um, in the boob. Punched, shot, whatever. Cheerleaders in general can't be trusted. So <gasps> That's not true. Were you a cheerleader? Yeah. For a little you bit. You were a fucking cheerleader? Well, for like a hot minute. I had to like change high schools and then it... <laughs> you were a fucking well, you cheerleader? You just got mad at me for being a cheerleader. It's more that I just like can't believe it. <laughs> why why Ketrin I don't know I why like, can't you believe it I just feel like you were a theater dork in high school but you were also with the cool kid I picture you in college where you didn't have time for sororities do you see yeah. what I'm saying well that's what ended up being what happened right because I'm like you were either being a dork in theater or you were hanging out with like the bad kids no at no point do you have time for cheerleader practice I was a cheerleader <laughs> it's funny that you say it that way because in my philly high school freshman year mm-hmm. you could only try out at the end of freshman year you couldn't try from the beginning okay their their cheerleading team's like fucking hardcore yeah so steph dawson well, had been a philly. cheerleader in the past yeah so it was the entire last week of school yeah that you tried out and it was before school so it was like 7 a.m tryouts every single day holy shit and for some weird reason we had already had final exams so what? like you had final exams and then there was like another week of school. That's like stupid. it was bizarre. I don't That's remember so what the point was. Yeah. So me and Steph were trying out for cheerleading. We'd wake up, go at 7 a.m. for the cheerleading tryouts. My first period was banned, and I think my flute had been stolen. Oh no! <laughs> out of the band room. <laughs> oh no! Because Philly, it, and right, those black so- market flutes, man. <laughs> So we would just sit outside of the band room together, just chilling. Then we had the same homeroom. We'd, so we'd go to homeroom and just have them mark us as present. And then we'd go to her house for the rest of the day and practice the cheerleading stuff. And she basically like spent the entire week like helping me because yeah, she was already good was at already- it. And it was hard fucking core. So you had to learn their cheers, do some like jumps and shit like that. You had to make up your own cheer and make like a fucking big sign, like decorative sign sort of thing. Jesus. It was like hard fucking core well here's the thing kim here was part of my surprise i love you so much (laughs) (laughs) fuck you i fuck you katrin i I already know where this is going i love everything about you but if someone had to like tell me to name a list of the top hundred things (laughs) that i would say you're like great at cheerleading like moves (laughs) wouldn't be on that list Well, that's why I needed a lot of help. (laughs) So cutting school for a week straight and being trained the entire time by your best friend helps you. And did you make it? Well, here's why it's like super, it's like a very meaningful part of my life. Okay. Because they, over that summer is when my parents decided to move to Maryland. Yeah. Which was the 
fucking worst part of my teenage life. So they were going to call you over the summer to tell if you made it or not. And I never heard anything. And so Steph made the team. She ended up being like, I think, captain by senior year or something like that. And I moved to Maryland and I find out later, either from my mom or from Steph, maybe she found out at a certain point that I made the fucking team. <gasps> oh and my, my mom God. got the call and she didn't want to tell me because she didn't want me to be upset that I wasn't going to be around to be on it. But I was more upset that I thought I didn't fucking make it. Oh my. Wow. That is heavy. That got yeah. real heavy real fast. I fucking thought I didn't make it. And then I found out later that I actually did. In high school, I still found out. So I was like, thank you. I just wanted to know that I could fucking make it. Yeah. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I hate that that I know how traumatic that was for you, like having to move from Philly to Maryland. Very. But I have a very like bittersweet relationship with that fact because I don't know that you would have made it to Towson University. Oh, hell no. There's zero percent chance. We like, wouldn't be friends. been my best friend. No, we wouldn't so know each other. it's kind yeah. of, I have, a, I have a lot of feelings about that. And then, um, I do too. Um, so anyway, yes. All right, you know Basically, what? Basically, I made the fucking team, Ketrin. I take back my you bitch. incredibly bigoted comments about cheerleaders. Yeah. You know what? And if we I can- stayed in Philly, I would have been on the team. Me and Steph would have been little co-captains together. I think we were the only freshmen that made it. But we wouldn't have been friends. True. Okay. I know. But like in the dream world. Alt- alternate. Or alter- <laughs> alternate? Alternative universe. In my alternate universe. Yeah. I think we were the only freshmen. That That's made really it. impressive, Kim. I'm really impressed. And I would have never, ever thought that you were capable of making a cheerleading team. <laughs> Thank you, Katrin. You're welcome. Thanks so much for that. I really appreciate hearing that from my best friend. You're really making me want to stay in this world and not my alternate world, my alternate dream world. Or who knows what my life could have been. Oh, shit. Can we get back to this fucking movie? I guess so. All right. So. <laughs> She is like, do you think I give a fuck what you think? Because he, she's just gotten punched in the boob and right. cried about it. She rushes him, and he remembers the knife in the dishwasher. Right. Except it's not there. Oh. Smash cut to Leslie Bib Mom sitting in a hotel bed reading with Burning Love Dad laying back reading a magazine while she's giving an unenthusiastic hand job. To him. And she just says, Did you put my good knife in the dishwasher? It goes in the butcher block. And he's like, Sorry, sweetie. And it smash cuts back to Amazing. Cole and the cheerleader in the kitchen. He's looking for the fucking knife in the dishwasher. Amazing. <laughs> that scene, I was like, That felt too real. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls the knife out of the butcher block and she's like, Looking for this? Mm. And we're like, God damn it. So she is about to stab him. He picks up a lighter, which is like all that's like available to him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I mean, you got to pick up something. Picks up a lighter, holds it out. She rushes at him to stab him when boom, her head explodes. What? Head fucking explodes. Shotgun? B? B Shot her with a shotgun? Shot her in the head with a shotgun. Damn. And she's like, God, she was so annoying. Oh, shit. Yeah. B is a B. So. Badass B. When B turns around and isn't looking, what does Cole grab? What do you grab? The knife. You grab that or Cole grabs that? 
I think we both do. I'm trying to think if there's anything else around that I could, that I would know to grab. Okay. Zero. He grabs the book because he's holding a lighter. Oh, shit. So he's holding a lighter to the book, and they go back to a very babysitter, baby dynamic. Right. And he's like... I fucking trusted you. You know what? You're like Don Draper. You just use everybody for what you want. And But you know what? It's going to bite you in the ass in the end. And she looks back at him and she goes, did you just fucking ruin Mad Men for me? <laughs> I love this movie. It's so good. And so he's like, what the fuck is this ritual? Like, what is this? And she's like, you mix the blood of the innocent with the blood of a sacrifice and you get whatever you want. And I used to be so small and so scared like you. And now I'm strong and I'm confident. So she's done this before. And he's like, you used me. And she's like, no, I chose you. And he's like, I'm not the first. Am I? And she just says, no, but we can start again. We just say they attacked us and then it's you and me against the world. And I'm like, I'm in. Not the worst idea. Let's fucking do this. Okay. Like you, she, cle- like all of that stuff in the beginning were like, oh, she wasn't lying. Yeah. yeah like yeah. she w- really has this connection with him. And I'm just like, how could he not? What does Cole do? What do you do? I think that I'm going to agree with her. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Okay. But in the back of my head, I'm still trying to figure a way out. Okay. Like right now I'm saying like, yeah, I'm with you. Let's do this together. Okay. What does Cole do? Cole lights the book on fire. That was a one and a half bell, just so you know, because I don't think yours was like a terrible idea. But he lights the book on fire. Mm -hmm. And rather than just holding the book, he throws it away from him Uh and runs the opposite direction. Okay. I gave you half a point because I think you would eventually come up with a way to, like, distract her, get away from her. But disarming her by saying that, sure, I'll give you half a point. So he throws it off to the side. And he's now running down the street. And it's slow-mo to the Queen song that's like... I paid my dues. (laughs) Na, 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 na. I can't remember the rest of the words, but it's fucking awesome. (laughs) I made my My mistakes. There's been a few. Yeah, why can't I find... I can hear it in my fucking head. I really can. Anyway. So he's running down the street to the fucking Queen song like a little fucking badass in slow-mo over cars and shit, like doing the fucking Dukes of Hazard, sliding over cars, running to the neighbor girl's house, and he gets into douche dad's car. I don't know where he got the keys. Let's just suspend our disbelief. I'm going he's with got it. The keys. I'm in. He gets in the fucking car, and he says... 10 and 2. (laughs) (laughs) And he fucking bolts. He's not nervous behind the wheel of the car, and the little neighbor girl is into it. Yeah, she is. 
Where does he drive the car? Where do you drive the car? I drive it to the police station. Okay. <laughs> and get some help. And where does Cole drive it? Get some help. Where the fuck does Cole drive it? He drives it. Okay. So he's in neighbor girl's carport. On the street. Exactly. Street, but yeah. yeah. He's alone, so he left neighbor girl alone? Yeah. Okay. And B is B chasing? Like No, because she's still know. trying to put out the book. Okay. So he's just driving. Mm-hmm. He's going to drive to... Is it somewhere I've been before or know about? Yes. Where have I been? Where have you been? That's so hard in the beginning to remember all the details. To the school? That's all I can remember. No, Zero or points. The, or the... No, no, no. The, the Mart? Zero points. So... Where have I been? What he does is he drives the car straight into the fucking house and runs her over through the fucking oh, house. Shit. He drives the fucking douche dad's douche car right into the oh, fucking shit. house. Cool! Yeah. Cool, you got it together, bro. And fucking she's pinned under the car. Oh, my God. She's not dead. He goes in and he talks to her as she's dying. Didn't I get a point for going to the police? No? No, because she's the fucking devil. And at this point, I feel like he left the neighbor girl. So, like, she would just go and sacrifice the neighbor girl and eventually use that as collateral to, co- like, I just feel like it, you've okay. complicated things too far. Okay. And we also already saw what she does to cops. And you'll find out at the very end why you would be dead. Okay. So, she goes over and he's talking to her as she's dying, pinned under the car. And she says, Cole. You never told me your super intergalactic dream team. (laughs) And he says, Admiral Adama, who is the leader in Battlestar Galactica, played by Edward James Olmos. Uh Data from Star Trek. Star Trek. Adam, you know who Data is. (laughs) This is Star Trek The Next Generation, which is probably the one I'm the most aware of because my mom used to watch it when I was little. So we have Admiral Adama, Data, Predator. Okay. And lastly, you and me. <laughs> Go. Yep. Go. And B looks at him and says, oh, man, you didn't say we could add ourselves. That's how I felt about it, too. Yeah. That's how I felt about the list. Yeah. And she says, don't you get it? I'm the big bad. Meaning, like. You can't add me. I'm the big bad. I'm like the one you're fighting. And he says, I loved you. And I know I'm an adult now because when I realized you were the big bad, even though I loved you, I drove a stolen car through you. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that so badass and so sweet? (laughs) So he leaves. That is how you know you've become an adult. 
is when you love somebody and, and you, you still, still drive, drive a car, car through them. Through them. <laughs> so here comes the cops as she dies. Cole, we now I mean, have, how? How are the cops coming? Well, because now neighbors have probably called okay, because there was finally. a fucking car Jesus. that drove through a house. So a little bit of a time jump because Cole is now standing on his house mm-hmm. <laughs> like a fucking little balls drop dude. Like he's mm-hmm. just like <laughs> such a badass and the cars are pulling up and the neighbor girl runs over as the cops are asking him questions and kisses him. Oh, cute. The head bully, uh, all so like it's clearly you know everybody lives in the neighborhood for the right, sake right, of this yeah. movie. The two sub bullies are like, man, Cole, like that's that fucking pretty, nuts. Pretty cool. And the head bully can't get the other bullies to rally because they're just like, I don't know, man, Cole looks yeah. like a badass. Tough. And the head bully is like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden. Cole's parents are driving up because they clearly heard uh. and they fucking run over the head bully's bike. And he's like, my bike. <laughs> I'm like, you little bitch. So they give him a big, big hug. And they're like, Cole, you're okay. You're okay. And he just looks at them and he says, I don't need a babysitter anymore. <laughs> yeah. So good. So then we have the credits and credits end. We're back in the house. Cars driven through the house, no B. There's a fireman there looking around, and all of a sudden we hear, and she stabs the fireman. Oh, shit. End of movie. There's going to be a second one. Yeah. Isn't that so good? That's so fun. It was great. Cool. It was so great. Okay. I'm going to count off your points. While I do that, listen to a short promo from another fucking bomb-ass podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Nicole. Sarah. Hillary. And we're the hosts of the Feminine Mistake Podcast. Each month, we sit down with a guest to watch movies that are 20 years or older. And see how they hold up to today's modern feminist lens. Why do mermaids have such low self-esteem? Why is it so funny when men take care of babies? What exactly did Jenny die of in Love Story? These are the kind of hard questions we ask ourselves on the Feminine Mistake Podcast. The Feminine Mistake Podcast, now available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Do you guys think that was okay? Yeah, I don't know. We sounded kind of shrill. Really? Yeah, women's voices are just so grating on the radio. Yeah. Oh, man, you're right. And we're back. Kim Burns. What I get? 16 and a half out of 30. Whoop, whoop. And you know what that means. Better than open house. (laughs) Always better than open house. Nice job. Thank you. So that was the movie I watched. That was really fun. So coming up... Our next two episodes are going to be holiday, holiday theme, holiday horrors. Um, we're very excited because if there's one thing Kim and I love, it's Christmas and horror movies. Yeah. So we're going to watch some Christmas themed horror movies. Yeah. Please write us more reviews so we can sing more songs. Yeah. And please follow us on all of the social medias. Yep. At KK Sam Podcast. Yep. What else do we and, need people to um, do? I don't know. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your <laughs> friends. I mean, we want to keep doing this. It's super fun. Spread the word. We're going to look into... Just be like a real cheerleader for us. If you could just be a real Kim Burns for us, oh. a.k.a. a fucking cheerleader, Katrin. 
<laughs> just be a real, real cheerleader, guys. And just don't get shot in the boob. Yeah, no. Please don't um, get shot in the boob. Yeah. This was fun. I love you tons and tons. I love you. Happy December. <laughs> it's my it's my month. Yep. My Sagittarius month. Do you have anything else? No, just I think thank you for listening to Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. alive. Get Goodbye. it together, Cole. Cole! God! <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, Cole. Put a ghost in me. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs>